Hi, I'm Grant Dufresne, and welcome to Dufresne Ministries podcast channel. We believe that as you listen to this message, your faith will be stirred and you will be encouraged in whatever you are believing God for today. Stay tuned at the end of this message to find out more information about our ministry. We were saying previously, the power of God is present everywhere in the earth because the Holy Ghost is present. God invites us to learn how to cooperate with his power that is present in the earth because those who cooperate with his power will receive of the flow of that power. Many times people just think, well, if God wants something for me, why doesn't he just give it to me? Why doesn't it just show up? Because God's power does not work automatically. It works on purpose. We have to take purposeful steps to cooperate with God's power, to receive of his power. Healing belongs to everyone, but it will only operate for those who cooperate with that healing power. Amen. But God doesn't withhold power from anyone. Can I say something to you that we, we need to upend some religious statements and religious thinking of God taking, your, taking loved ones out of the earth to heaven? Well, God took them. God doesn't take them. God's not a taker. He's a giver. There is no scripture that says God took a man. There is such a scripture as God received a man. Amen. Remember when Jesus was on the cross and he released his spirit. Why? Because God wasn't taking it. He cried and released his spirit. God received him three days later, right? God received him into heaven, but God's not taking your loved ones. God's not taking your children. God's not taking family members. God's not taking anything from us. Well, then how come things are taken from us? Because we don't know how to cooperate with the power of God. And our ignorance is taking things out of our lives. The devil comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. If he can steal the word out of you, he can take things from you. The devil can take things from you. But God's not a taker. He's a giver. Amen. Praise the Lord. And people say, well, Job said the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Well, Job said error. The word was recording what Job said. The word wasn't recording what God said. God didn't say that. A man said that. (laughs) And that man was wrong. But even though, because he stayed in faith, God was able to restore what Job had lost in multiplied fashion. But it wasn't God taking it. He did not have revelation of the devil. But Jesus came and revealed to us, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Because up until Jesus said that, men thought God was stealing, killing, and destroying And Jesus came and revealed the realm that men did not know and understand and said, God is the blesser. Jesus said, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Anything that steals, kills, or destroys is the work of the devil. Period. God's not a partner to it. God didn't send it. God's not cooperating with it. And then Jesus said, why he came, but I've come, that you might have life and have it more abundantly means it's overflowing. It is dominating that life dominating. 
Be interested in the word. Be interested in learning your spiritual craft of receiving. If you're going to excel in a business that you start in, you have to get skillful in it. Isn't that right? If you're going to become a builder, you have to get some skill in that or your business will flounder and you can't blame somebody else for you floundering. It's your lack of skill. Spiritual things are the same way. To be successful, we have to become skillful with spiritual things. We have to become skillful with faith. We have to become skillful with the nine fruits of the spirit. We have to become skillful with the power of God. And if we don't receive, whose fault is it? It's our fault. It's not God's fault. But when people get an offense against God, the devil loves that because now it's going to hinder them from receiving in the future. Amen. So we have to be taught, don't we? Amen. Praise the Lord. So to get, we want to always make sure we cooperate with the power of God. To cooperate with power, you have to think right. If you have wrong thinking, it will hinder the power of God from meeting the need that you have in your life. For example, I was hearing the testimony of people who worked at a certain plant and they were dealing with, there was electrical things all around and they would say to the workers, they would have weekly meetings to remind them when you go to pull a certain switch because there's such power flowing, make sure there's no water around your feet. Make sure you have on certain type of shoes. Then they would also put rubber mats there at these, at these switches where they had to pull to get power flowing. Make sure you're standing on that rubber mat because if you're not, you're going to have an encounter with power you didn't want. And one week there were two men who bypassed the steps and just mindlessly weren't thinking Now, they didn't do it intentionally, but you know what? Even when you act in ignorance, it can be deadly. And they flipped the switch. And, that, and of course, they were electrocuted because they didn't comply by the, the, the laws, the, the steps set in motion to deal with that kind of power. And, people would, and then people said, well, the Lord took them. The Lord didn't take them. And I love what, I love what the, the manager of that plant said. He says, I noticed that when the people cooperate with the steps we've implemented, the Lord doesn't take near as many of us. <laughs> What's he saying? People blame everything on the Lord or point everything to the Lord. And it's based on what you do. It's based on what you do. It's based on you remember the right thing when you're doing something. Crying is not the way of faith to receive from God. Amen. Getting in the emotional arena is not. Faith is the way of God. Amen. We receive by faith. God meets faith. We have to take steps of faith. Now, if you think wrong, it's going to hinder your faith life. It's going to injure your faith to think wrong. So it's not just uh, about it's not just about having faith. You have to realize that the, your faith is connected to what, the way you think. Because if you think wrong, you'll believe wrong. If you'll think right, you'll believe right. And I want us to go uh, to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 12 because I want us to look at one wrong way of thinking that's prevalent in the body of Christ. 
It's so prevalent that we need to make sure we address this wrong way of thinking. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 12 says this. It says, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet or able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Mm -hmm. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Now notice this. This verse is telling us that God has already delivered us. He hath delivered us. That's a past tense usage of that verb. He hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath already translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Before you were born again, you belonged to the kingdom of darkness. The day you got saved and said yes to Jesus, you not only became a child in Christ, you changed kingdoms. That means a different kingdom has a different Lord. You are no longer under the lordship of Satan and demon spirits because God took you out of that kingdom of darkness the day you received Christ as your Savior. He put you in a whole new kingdom that has a new Lord. Amen. You don't need many lords. This kingdom only has one Lord. Not many gods, not many ways to God, one God, one Lord, one kingdom that we're a part of. Amen. Amen. And this is the wrong thinking that is so prevalent in the body of Christ is they think they're trying to get something out of the kingdom of light when they're already a partaker of it. They're trying to get healing. They're trying to get peace. They're trying to get prosperity. You are in the kingdom of peace. You are a part of the kingdom of health. You are a part of the kingdom of prosperity. It's not about what country you're in. It's what kingdom you're a part of. And many people based on the country they live in dismiss themselves from what the kingdom of light has made theirs. Quit living based on your country and live based on your kingdom. Amen. Quit thinking in terms of your profession and think in terms of the kingdom you have been translated into. Well, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't matter what it seems like. It matters that you're taught this, you believe this, and you hold to this. Amen. And people are always trying to get something from God when he's withheld nothing from them. He translated you out of the kingdom of darkness and put you in a whole nother kingdom. Notice this. Enoch was not the only one translated. The whole body of Christ has been translated into a different kingdom. God did not tell you to earn your way out of darkness and into light. He didn't tell you to to pray your way out of darkness into light. He took you out in a moment and picked your life up and put it in a whole new kingdom. Now, when you say, I'm trying to get free, 
What you're saying is you're, you're talking about the kingdom you used to be a part of and you're not even mindful of the kingdom you're in. And that's how come the devil works his plan back over the life of Christians who belong to the kingdom of light because they're thinking like the kingdom of darkness. And the way you think is where your faith will be. You don't go back into the kingdom of darkness, but you open the door to darkness to come back in and trouble your life. You're still in the kingdom of light. Live like that. Talk like that. To have thoughts that are in line with that. Amen. You are already delivered. People are running around trying to get people to pray for them. Listen, I'm not diminishing that. God will allow them to add their faith to yours. But you've got to change the thinking. You've got to realize that if if you think like you're in bondage, if you think like you are the sick trying to get healed, you're not the sick trying to get healed. You're the healed and Satan is trying to steal your health with sickness. You are not the broke trying to become prosperity. God put you in the kingdom of wealth. And the devil is trying to rob your, your, your prosperity through lack. Talk to lack when it shows up. Talk to sickness when it shows up and say, I don't belong to you anymore. You're not my Lord anymore. I'm not in that kingdom anymore. This is the way of God. For you to live in the power of God, he put you in another kingdom. Now talk that kingdom. Think in terms of that kingdom. Quit sitting around your dinner table talking about what you don't have. About what you've got to earn and about what you've got to get. You need to sit around your dinner table and say, wait a minute. This has no right trying to attach our fam- attack our family. We are in the kingdom of provision. We're in the kingdom of health. We're in it. We're not trying to get in it. At the new birth, we got put in a whole new kingdom. And if you don't understand this, the devil will work on your ignorance to keep an open access to your life. He'll trouble your family. He'll trouble your finances. He'll trouble your health. He'll trouble your children. He'll torment your business. You have to take what you know when Satan shows up and says, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You are the custodian over your life. Jesus is to be the Lord of your life, right? That means that you do what the Lord says. (laughs) That means you're taking your orders from him. But what a loving Lord he is. His lordship is all for your benefit. It's all for your blessing. It's not so he's no dictator. He's not just, he's not ruling his people so that he can get something for himself. He, he came to this earth. Listen, he was already in heaven. He didn't need to come here. But Jesus came here for us. He didn't die for himself. He died for us. He died to bring us into what he already possessed. So following his lordship is total privilege. Following his lordship is total blessing. Because he only tells us and instructs us to do something based on to benefit us. Amen. So you have to realize, although he he is the Lord of our lives, we're the custodians. We're the custodians of our health. We're the custodians of our body. We're the custodians of our finances. For example, let me tell you what that would be. We're sitting in this beautiful building this morning. What if a group of gangsters 
They gathered out in the foyer and they said, we're taking over this building. Get out. We're going to have us a party in here tonight. You know what we would say? Oh, no, you're not. Right? And I would hope you would not run. I'd hope you'd back me up. And we would stand up together and say, not here, not here, not here. Isn't that, that's called being a custodian of what God made ours, right? That's called being a custodian. Now, if you pick up and run, then I know what you're doing in your life. Because the devil and symptoms and lack are going to show up on your, on the front porch of your life. And they're going to try to come in. And if you just say, well, come on in, they will come on in. But if you, as the custodian under the Lordship of the one who will back you up, when you exercise your authority as the custodian of your life, your Lord will set his power to back you up. And when symptoms come, you say, no, you don't. No, you don't. But others, some people who don't know, they've already been delivered into the kingdom of light. What is the, what's the kingdom of light? Health. Anything that blesses is of God's kingdom. Anything that destroys, harms, hurts is of, of the kingdom of darkness. It's not hard to figure out. If it, if, it, if it makes your life better, it's from God. If it makes your life worse, it's from the devil. Simple as it is. Amen. But when something comes to make your life worse as a custodian, you better stand up and say, no, you don't. You're not coming and stealing what the kingdom of light put in my life. Not stealing my health. You are not the sick trying to get healed. Run symptoms off your health. Symptoms come to try to steal your health. This is why so many in the, in the body of Christ are not prospering financially. They're trying to get rich. They're trying to get it. Trying to get prosperous. Instead of going back, laying in their bed at night and saying, I've been translated into the kingdom of abundance. The kingdom of total provision. It belongs to me. And because I am of that kingdom, all I need must come. You come to me. You come to me. You come to me. You come to me. What causes it to come? Your calling. Amen. Praise the Lord. And this is where many people in the body of Christ miss it. They think wrong. They're trying to get what God has already made theirs. And therefore, they're not handling the devil right. They're not handling opposition right. I tell you what, if, if somebody were to come to your house and the man of the house opens the door and there's another man that's standing there and says, you're going to get out of this house. I'm taking your wife and your children and all your furniture. This house is mine. As a man... You need to go into full man mode. If you start, I'm going to walk in love, you're a fool to call that walking in love. That walking in love means protecting what is under your authority. Walking in love does not mean being permissive toward wrongdoing. So many people say I'm walking in love when they're really laying down to wrongdoing. They're laying down to sin and they're permitting people in their family to get your permission because you're, under, you're walking in love. Walking in love is not permissive towards wrongdoing. Love won't permit wrongdoing. Praise the Lord. It's the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. But if that man came up to you and as a man of the household, you just said, well, come on in. You're a fool. 
you're a fool. I don't need any policeman to come here and deal with this. I will deal with this. Too many times people are having something. The devil come to the porch of their life and threatening them. And they pick up the phone and call the pastor. You do something. The pastor will help you, but they can't be there all the time. What you going to do the next time something shows up and tries to take over your household? You have to become skillful and knowledgeable, know what's yours and use it. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to read to you the amplified translation of Colossians chapter 1, verses 12 and verses 13. The amplified translation says this, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us. You're already qualified. You're not earning qualifications to belong to his kingdom. You're not earning qualifications to be healed. But you do have to do your part as the custodian under his lordship. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us and made us fit to share the portion which is our inheritance. What's your inheritance? Divine life, health, prosperity, peace, joy, wisdom, all the nine fruits of the Spirit. All of these things are your inheritance because of who you're joined with in Christ. You belong to Him. What's His is yours. Now notice this, when you, the way to become aware and skillful in this, notice the first words, giving thanks to the Father. This is how you take ownership in your understanding. This is how you get, move into revelation of what he's made yours by you saying, thank you, Father. You have already delivered me from the kingdom of darkness. Thank you, Father, that you have already translated me into the kingdom of your dear son. You have to give thanks for that. That's how it becomes revelation to you. And that's how it becomes real to you. And that's how the kingdom of light begins to get movement in your life. But if you sit around the dinner table and talk about, I don't have enough money, that's not giving thanks for what's yours. That's not giving thanks for your inheritance. You're talking against it and then wondering how come you don't have enough. You talk about the lack of money, it will keep money from coming. You talk about how God is your provider and money will come. You talk about how sick you are, you'll get sicker. You talk about in the face of sickness that healing has been provided for you. Healing will begin to operate. That he is telling us, Paul is telling us in Colossians, how to get the kingdom of light dominating your life. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. Amen. Giving thanks that this is your existence. This is the way you live. This is the way you talk. This is the way you think. Amen. So the Amplified says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us and made us fit to share the portion which is our inheritance of the saints, God's holy people in the light. The Father has delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control and the dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Why did he do that for us? So he could have us for himself. 
He wanted us. And he did not make us for a kingdom of darkness. No human that's born is made for darkness. We were made for God, for his, for his fellowship, for his joy, for his blessing. Amen. And he delivered us from the wrong kingdom so that we could be his and live like we're his and be provided for like we're his and have the health like we're his, have the provision that is his. Amen. Now, what's our instruction? Give thanks for this. Give thanks. This is how you get the awareness and the movement of this great power operating in every situation. I give you thanks that I'm in the kingdom of light. I give you thanks. I give you everything that's in that kingdom belongs to me. Everything. Right now, I don't have to earn it. But you do have to activate it by your understanding and by faith. What's the word tell us? It says in Hosea, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Notice this. The devil's not mentioned. No Christian is destroyed because the devil did something against them. Any Christian that does not have the success God authored for them, it's because they don't have knowledge of what God did for them. And if they have knowledge, you still have to activate what God did. You still have to cooperate with that knowledge. Amen? He has done so much for us. I don't want to get to heaven and God push the replay button on the life I should have lived. I don't want him to show me the life I could have had, the health I could have had, the provision I could have had. I want it. I want it now. I want it now. I want it now. I want it now. Now, notice this. The King James translation of first of Colossians chapter one, verse 12 says this, giving thanks unto the father, which has made us meet or able to be partakers of the inheritance. There's so many Christians that they're all inherit, they have all inherited all this, but they're not partaking of it. Why not? First, first two words, giving thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks. As you give thanks, you become a partaker of what you're thanking him over. You understand this? When in our household growing up, if we were sitting at the dinner table and we'd say, pass the biscuits, mother would say, what do you say? We had to say, please. What was that? That was, a, that was an attitude of, of thanksgiving that it was there, right? And then she, before she would release it, she'd say, what do you say? Thank you. I want you to know your gratitude, your honor for what God has done will cause it to operate in your life. Many people think they, they just, they're trying to get the devil to leave them alone. And all that, all that your inheritance is waiting on is your gratitude and your thanksgiving. Father, I give you thanks that it's mine. I give you thanks that healing is mine. I give you thanks that provision is mine. Peace is mine. Joy is mine. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Raise your hands and say that. Father, I give you thanks. Healing is mine. Provision is mine. Joy is mine. Peace is mine. I'm not trying to get it. It's mine right now because I am in your kingdom. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defrayministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Defray Ministries.